Good evening, Novak News, myself, Billy Drury, Charlie. How are you, Billy? I'm good, mate. Owner versus tenant's responsibility. Who does what in your property? Stay tuned. We're going to talk a little about, a little bit about what you need to know being a landlord, being a tenant. Good evening, Billy. How are you? Good. Wonderful. First time on stage. It is, it is, it is in the, in the green screen. On the green screen. Um, now, this topic comes up a lot. Always. We're every in, day. We're in property management. We see a lot of it every day. People want to know what, who, who's responsible who's, for what? Who's liable, yeah, exactly that. And damage occurs in these rental properties. Who has to pay for it? It's very, very common. Now, I'm relatively new to maintenance. Bill, you've been in it for a bit now, eh? A little bit longer. Not only is it, you know, finalizing people moving out, day-to-day um, -day upkeep of property, you know, general maintenance repairs. Um, look, to say the least, it fills a, if, uh, you know, fills a full-time position in the business. So um, we are dealing with it day in, day out. And the smallest things, surprisingly, can make the biggest difference. Right, and um, you know, so certain landlords will not know whether they're responsible to cover certain things. Tenants don't know whether they should be. Um, so we find a lot of the general inquiries coming into us and we relay the appropriate information back out. Yeah, wonderful. Well, I'll start us off, I guess, with a bit of the basics because that's what I'm slowly starting to learn as is probably everyone else. Yeah. Um, and then you can come in with the, with the complex kind of underlying, Go on then. I guess. Start us off. So guys, the general rule of thumb in regards to rental repairs is that normal wear and tear that occurs in the property, so your old carpets, your old painting, um, I guess what, just just general wear and tear caused by a tenant um, is normally the landlord responsibility. Um, now it's their, I guess, responsibility to make sure that... We got a little photo bomb back there, but it's genuinely the landlord responsibility. <laughs> Special guest, guys, Mark Novak. Say hello. How are you guys? We're talking about maintenance. Who does what? Who's liable? You're a landlord. Oh, guys, we're getting the whole crew. Jesus. What a good lineup we have here. But you're a landlord, so Mark. Mark Novak, James yeah. Lamplow. James is a tenant, or used to be. Yep, used to be. I'm a tenant. I'm a tenant. And um, when the light when the light blows, call the landlord. Call the landlord. Get your agent involved. So saying, we're in tenant basic every day. So yeah, landlord versus tenant responsibility. When something breaks in a rental property, who do they? Who who's paying for it? Who broke it? Oh yeah. uh, well, like, and that's what we're talking about. Mm. So general wear and tear. You got your broken, I guess, structurally. Structurally. Um, what your your painting chips, stuff like that, just yeah. general wear and tear. The sink stops working out of nowhere. Yeah, and it, like so stuff, little stuff like that. that. We've got a question for you. Come <laughs> so just come in for a sec. You're never on camera. Come here. What do you reckon about what when you're a real estate agent, you get two expert experts. Good evening, everyone. Yes, in sales. Yes. So right. You're in, in real estate. What would you say mm -hmm. about owners versus tenants' responsibility? What's your what would be your one line up, take away, boom, boom, walk out the door. Mic drop. 
well, I don't know the technical side behind it, but the ethos would be, what do you think is right? Who do you think is responsible? Common sense prevails. If you, as a wow. tenant, if you break something, obviously it makes sense you fix it. If something breaks, it wasn't your responsibility, it makes sense maybe the landlord should fix it. Yeah. So, but not knowing the technical side that these guys know, I'd say common sense prevails. Yeah, exactly right. All right, have a great evening. Thanks very much. Thank you. And, and I'm going to finish off. I'm going to finish off. Sorry about dropping in on your show, but I'm going to finish off saying Office of Fair Trading, Department of Fair Trading was called that reason for a good reason. 100%. Fair. What is fair? It's got to be fair. So if in doubt, think of what is fair, kids. Thank you, Mark. Well, Wonderful. Mic drop. You hear it there first from, from the master of all masters. But a little bit about the grey areas. Um, let's run let's run through a few grey areas that people are unsure about. Gardening. Let's do it. Gardening's a big one. Any any property out there that's got a big garden, whether it be your freestanding home, things like balconies, um, you know, tenants to bring their own pot plants, things like that. That, unless stated otherwise, generally is tenant's responsibility. Now, law, that includes lawns, um, like your weeding, your, your weeding, basic your, maintenance, um, your grass, yeah, all of it. the above more or less. But things like trees, um, larger things, again, apply yeah. common sense, the owner is responsible for things like that. Yeah, so big tree chopping, um, you know, that's, that's organized through the agent and the owner will um, pay for those, those things. Well, you get, yeah, in some circumstance, tree roots coming up into properties, stuff like that, messing with the structural soundness of, of a property, yeah. um, which is always a common one. Um, at the end of the day, it is the owner's property. Now, that's a, considered a natural disaster. Now, it is not really a disaster, um, but it's still natural, I guess, happening with the property, and it does fall under the landlord's jurisdiction in, re in regards to, uh, I guess, paying for it, having the repairs made and making sure that the property is structurally sound Hold um, on. Mm. things as small as blown lights i mean you, you wouldn't think call your agent as such for a, you know things like a blown light but interestingly you've got to look at where the light's situated now if you're in a freestanding home and more modern now you know apartments you've got ceilings that love to be nice and tall um I think so. there's a, like almost a two meter rule that is applied now, lights that are at the top of a, a nice tall um, corridor, things like that, they're not accessible to just reach up and change a standard globe. You obviously can't expect a tenant to be, you know, reaching up on step ladders to repair a broken light. That's an electrician's job. That's the owner's responsibility. Things just like changing the light though in the kitchen, if it's a normal bulb, tenants, you've got to be doing it, especially if they were working when you would get, you know, yeah. giving keys. Exactly right, exactly right. So yeah, stuff like that moving into the property. Um, and then I guess we spoke a bit on the landlord's responsibility. Now let's flip back to the tenant. Um, like basic malicious damage um, is always, or accidental for that matter, for all, I guess, tenants in the property and housemates, um, or just inviting guests over. It's always the tenant's responsibility. Now that's what Mark and Michael Search and James Lamplow were saying earlier. Yeah. Um, it's, it's fair, you break it, you sort of buy it. Um, in that certain situation. Now, like I said, like I was saying earlier, it does loop back when you have wear and tear, stuff like that. It isn't your direct fault. Yeah. Um, the landlord can obviously come in and have that paid for. Um, but obviously, punch a hole in the wall, you're, you're going to have to pay for, pay for it. Pay for damage, yeah. 
Another one, swimming pools. That's another bit of a gray area. 100%, People yeah. don't know um, before they're entering into a lease agreement. As a landlord, you pay for the monthly service unless stated otherwise. Um, so that includes, you know, the, the pool guy attending, making sure the equipment's running properly, servicing it. But things like chemical and chemical usage, that is the tenant's responsibility. So there's, um, you know, there's the difference. And, and we're talking, you know, a normal size pool, they're contributing at least a couple hundred bucks a month. Yeah, it's a big payment, hey. Yeah, so you need to you need to know these things before you move in. We've got a little comment from Tim here. Um, hey, Lisa, how about that four minutes of Premier? Would you like to them apples? Look, thanks for joining us, Tim. And second question, almost a two-meter two rule. That is that is a genuine rule. Um, you can find a lot of this stuff on Fair Trading website. If you're unsure, um, have a chat with your agent as well. But there's some really good websites out there. Fair Trading is the best one. Obviously, um, yeah, obviously. They're, they're always there. Um, a little bit of digging on Fair Trading um, has helped tenants astronomically in the long run. Yeah. Um, they know exactly what it is and there's no arguing with it. It's not up for debate. It's fair trading. It's it's the law. Um, it needs to be followed. Um, and stuff like this, almost a two meter or actual two meter, um, it's really like communicated well um, yeah. because obviously you get those problems all the time with people getting hurt, um, trying to scale their bloody halfway up, half, sorry, halfway up their wall. Um, yeah. Yeah. Another one, um, batteries. So that includes things like your air conditioning remotes. Who's you know who's responsible for things like that? If it's working generally at the start of the tenancy, um, you know you are expected to, to maintain that. Um, things like garage remotes, again, a little bit of a grey area. But if it was provided at the start of the tenancy, that one more commonly covered under the landlord. But it can sometimes be as simple as a battery repair. You know these things are not expensive. Most tenants will find themselves just, you know, they do it out of um, convenience for themselves, really. It's quick, simple, nice and easy repair. Um, so, yeah, helpful for your tenants. Just know know sort of what you're liable for. Um, smoke alarms? Yeah, that's a big one as well. Um, so we always get smoke alarms. Like like I was saying earlier, fair trading are really good. Um, and you, you've got um, the, the, I can't exactly remember, got the smoke alarm websites that really just point out the responsibility of the tenant and the landlord. Um, it's a big landlord consideration. Obviously, you can't put people into a home um, without smoke alarms um, in case the worst happen. Um, but yeah, if you've got anything to add, I can't really remember the website. There's some big ones out there. There's quite a few companies that can um, can offer advice. Landlords, you've got to make sure your smoke alarms are working. You won't be covered under um, you know your landlord insurance if they're not and, and something bad was to happen so for your, for your um, protection of your property your biggest asset um and you know most importantly tenants well-being um it's so important and consulting an agent on on what to do and how to get get it all um, in line with regulation is massive we can offer advice as, as small as 99 dollars a year we put you on an annual service with with a company that make sure they're working, can give you a certificate of compliancy and um, and make sure it's, you know, tick all the boxes. Exactly that, exactly that. And so, yeah, like like Billy said, it's for the safety of the people you're putting inside. Um, it's just near negligence without it. Um, and you're seeing in these tribunal cases, um, sorry, when people go to fair trading to, to dispute common, common items such as this, 
Um, it's as simple as yeah, negligence. Um, you're not you're not checking these things beforehand. You're thinking, oh, it's no big deal. Um, you're putting someone in the property. Might even go under the under the radar. You don't even think about it. Um, and then the worst happens, and obviously it's your fault as the landlord, um, and you're you're dishing out these these hefty fines for for putting the lives of your tenants in danger. That's it, guys. That's a quick wrap for you tonight. Um, a little bit about maintenance, the grey areas. Um, but if you're ever unsure, consult your agent. Consult Fair Trading. Um, there's tons of information out there. But most importantly, guys, if you're on the edge about employing an agent. We are professionals at the end of the day. We know um, exactly what you need in order to make sure all the boxes are ticked. Um, even, you know, this is a conversation for another day, but if you're a, you know, owner of a unit block, then you get strata involved. And that, again, adds more complexities. There's people, um, you know, strata will be liable to cover certain things such as balconies, big structural changes. If you're an unexperienced landlord with a cash paying tenant, you could find yourself making repairs you didn't need to be doing. And in the long run, that's, it's, um, it's take money out of your pocket. Yeah. It's, it's a big hit. Like you said, it's Lisa put it there. It's critical to have a, pro a great property management by your side, knowing the internet, a phone, a phone call away, um, five minutes in and out can save you hundreds down the long run. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's really just for the best of, for everyone. Yeah. And we're doing this all day, every day. It fills yeah. a full-time position in the office coordinating this maintenance. It is a big job and it's it certainly comes with its experience. So, so. if um, if you're in doubt, reach out, just um, yeah, get yourself with a little bit of experience. That's it. Wonderful. Anything to add? I don't think so. I think we've covered all the bases. Have a good evening, guys. Wonderful. Thanks for joining us. See you later.